0: Air. Water. Earth. Fire. For hundreds of years, the Four Nations have lived in harmony. The Avatar, master of all four elements, was always responsible for maintaining the peace. But Avatar Roku passed away 13 years ago. Now, the Four Nations look to the Air Nomads to reveal the next Avatar, but the world is met with silence. Rumors from the Earth Kingdom abound that the Fire Nation is planning an aggressive move into the Earth Kingdom. Five young heroes were too late to save the Southern Air Temple, but hold vital information that could save the Earth Kingdom, and maybe even save the world.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of the Flying Bison Podcast. If you're listening to this, it's already too late. We're in your ear, we're in your house, and we're just, you know, getting comfy, making a sandwich on your couch. Um, but now that we've committed like a just a little light B and E, we should probably introduce ourselves we are as i said the flying bison podcast we are the first campaign avatar podcast using the avatar legends rules created by magpie games i'm justin nita your gm and storyteller for this little venture and with me i'm surrounded by some of my good friends and family i go around the horn ask you for your names i want your name I want your history with Avatar and tabletop role-playing, and since we now occupy a space in our listeners' brain, like a good roommate boundary to set up now. Uh, up first, we've got Danny
2: Wickman. Doing? doing good, Justin. How are you? Introduce yourselves <laughs> for the listeners. So, my name's Danny Wickman. I was... Introduced Avatar as it was coming out. I was watching the episodes as they were being streamed on good old Nickelodeon and my entire family was basically in love with it. So Long time fan I I started playing tabletop RPGs with Justin actually we were introduced to uh, the Pathfinder role-playing games and We've pretty much just been in love with them ever since. And yeah, I'm excited to be here with you guys and I'm excited to start playing.
1: Awesome. We're gonna hop over to my good friend Steve Derrigan. Steve. Awesome
3: to be here. I'm just so curious, what is a roommate boundary? (laughs) What (laughs) am I I supposed to say for that?
1: oh yeah you gotta well you know like when you live with someone you gotta set up you gotta set up boundaries for like, sure don't don't eat my yogurt <laughs> like the other food i buy at the grocery oh, store like since
3: we broke and entered our listeners homes like that like a boundary with uh-huh.
1: them yeah absolutely yeah well are, i
3: guess are there boundaries boundary... after a and
4: i mean i think we've already <laughs> we kind of broken the boundary <laughs> Is it a little late
1: for the boundary they didn't specifically set up that boundary that we couldn't do
5: that. Oh, that's, so, you're right, yeah. Like this is why you need to set these boundaries. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now that we're there,
6: that's we that's need, need the to now. stay civil.
4: Yep, exactly. <laughs> we're already okay. Here. Well,
1: you can't kick us out. Statue of limitations. <laughs>
3: <laughs> if there's a Greek yogurt in the fridge, I would love for our hosts to save me some, just some. That's all I ask, you know? I feel like yeah, that's Yeah, just a leave it out app. for Steve.
5: Yeah. your Greek yogurt um, is
3: my history with Avatar. I watched Avatar on Nickelodeon, not the whole thing, but season one when I was a kid, uh, when it first aired. And um, some shows are forgettable, but this one was not. I'm sure everybody will agree. It definitely left a mark on me that shaped kind of my thinking about story and magic and fantasy. And so I was so excited to watch all of it and Korra um, a few years back and then finishing up actually during the pandemic uh, height, the peak of it. So, I had plenty of time to catch up on shows, and could not believe what I've been missing for the rest of that uh, for so long. So, really love it, and happy to be doing something in
1: that universe.
2: Beautiful,
1: Danny. What is your what is your boundary?
2: Ah, uh, uh, I have to I have to mention that, don't I? Um, my roommate boundary. I guess I just I appreciate alone time so i guess my boundary would be no no constant hovering okay yeah let me come in. into your
3: house and Just then give me, give space. me space man Just leave me alone when
2: i'm there i want everyone to leave the room <laughs> i
1: love it all right so demanding <laughs> uh, up next we've got johnny button
6: hey yeah i'm johnny
1: recent haircut
6: yeah um, yeah, so I, um, uh, I'm Johnny, like Justin said, I uh, did recently cut my hair. It was long and now it is not. Um, and I first watched Avatar when it aired on Nickelodeon when I was 15 then watched Legend of Korra and that was coming out. And uh, like Steve recently rewatched it in the pandemic, introduced my wife to it and she loved it and we're getting ready to watch through again uh started playing uh tabletop rpgs when i was in college and never ever stopped uh and as far as roommate boundaries go uh, i would say if there's leftovers that i put in the fridge they are almost all fair game but if there's chinese don't touch it or we'll have a problem
3: that's a big deal yeah it is one of the best takeout
1: you can get think
2: for terms sure. <laughs> of leftovers. Not or?
3: everything ages well as takeout, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd also put Indian food. I was there. just going to say Indian so. Indian takeout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. High reheat value.
1: Yes, yep.
6: Yeah, if you do it right, sometimes Chinese and Indian are better the second day.
1: Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Up next, we've got Monroe. Monroe, how's it going?
7: I'm good. How are you?
1: I'm good, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy this is happening. And uh, I just wanna have fun with you guys.
4: Me too. Man, it's a good thing Monroe asked that because no one would have asked Justin how he, he was, was doing. doing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <additions>. I, <don't, laughs> I wasn't even thinking about how Justin's yeah. doing. <laughs> I would have selfishly introduced myself again at the end of this and answered my own question. So,
6: uh, oh, I just to be fair. You, though, for Danny, Danny, did I did. Ask I didn't did really that. respond.
2: Uh, so, Danny doesn't count though.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
5: just,
1: a brother I just kind
2: well. of ignore what Danny says most of the time. <laughs> he can't help it. So. It's intrinsic
5: at this point. <laughs>
7: Well, I'm Monroe, and I have little to barely any history with Avatar. I did watch the movie many years ago, was not impressed, and I have been told that that is okay. (laughs) And that's why I never really had any interest in uh, watching (laughs) the cartoons. But I was introduced to this podcast, and I started uh, binging Avatar The Last Ender on Netflix. And I actually started core at the same time, and I realized it was a sequel, so I thought, OK, I'm going to put this on hold, and I'll just kind of go through this the way I'm supposed to. Um, but I'm really enjoying it so far. I'm a big guitar fan. And uh, I don't have any history with RPG tabletop games. I mean, I played uh, Dungeons & Dragons like maybe in my late teens, so that's probably a good decade ago <laughs> by now. So. Yep, I'm the new here. So thanks for allowing me to be a part of the group. As far as my roommate boundary goes, uh i don't care if you leave the toilet seat up just make sure that it's white i don't want any little drips on it <laughs> <laughs> or anything like Fair. that just being
5: yes i know this and is your on the house ground either.
7: nothing on the ground either i don't want to walk trick
5: oh my god <laughs> i want to drag only our drops.
6: listeners could see the guilty look on nick's
5: <laughs> <laughs>
6: guilty it was disgust. just disgust <laughs> Jeez. <laughs>
4: I've just dealt with that <laughs> okay. before, and it's been okay. really bad. Yeah.
6: <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, <laughs> all right. All right, come on, out. come on. I'm it's left. least for I'm last. Right. Let's <laughs> go. It's my <laughs> turn. <laughs> least <for life>. Thank <laughs> you.
1: Spe- Thank you, Steve. Speaking of uh flex of urine on the toilet seat, Nick, how you doing? <laughs> uh,
4: you know, I'm here and, you know, everybody's a little uncomfortable, <laughs> of him, and that's fair. Uh, just like the flex of urine. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, I watched uh, a little bit of Avatar as it was coming out, didn't have cable, uh, so I only saw like bits and pieces of it at like friend's house. Uh, But I loved it and I was enamored immediately. And uh, the moment I I figured out like how to watch things illegally, I absolutely (laughs) didn't watch Avatar illegally. (laughs) i would sure. never do that
1: we don't condone no that. one should ever oh, do no. such a thing <laughs> we
4: don't condone obviously i waited until later in life and i had the resources to buy the entire series mm. for myself and watch it many many times um and thus i have watched it many times and uh over the pandemic i got to share it with my fiance and we actually we just started re-watching it again i was just watching it before this <laughs> podcast so uh yeah really like avatar also, have a lot of experience with tabletop RPGs. Kind of brought my friends into it. Around the same time that Danny did, it was really ironic. Well, we both kind of brought a mutual friend into the game, or into the genre, uh, from different directions at the same time. Uh, so yeah. No. Nice. Very excited to play.
1: We're all excited to be here. We're excited to play Avatar Legends. Um, it's a new game. just the quick start rules at this point. The kickstart is happening, uh, I believe, until the beginning of September. And then uh, in February or March, somewhere at the beginning of of 2022 is when the full rules will be released. But in between then and and now we're going to be using the quick start rules. You know, I might make up a few rules and we'll have to to change some things come the, the rule book coming out, but we'll we'll make it work um i like i said i'm justin i'm gonna be the storyteller i watched avatar when i was in high school and i think i watched it again like immediately in college and i think that's around the same time Korra came out so like i know for most of us we're that target demographic of like we were like adolescent preteens when we watched avatar the last airbender and then we became young adults when we were watching Korra. so there's sort of almost that like toy story and movement of like relating with with the cast and characters and so it's just i love both of the shows we i also re-watched the whole series again in the pandemic and, and i found a new appreciation for Korra. it's it's a fun show It is. Today we're going to just do, uh, it'll be chill. We're going to do a little campaign creation, a little character creation. We wanted everyone who's listening to get the full Avatar Legends experience. So we haven't discussed what we're doing campaign wise or even really character wise before this. We've had a couple like loose ideas shot around. But we haven't had any discussion of settling in on like, this is this is the campaign in the era that we're going to be in. These are the characters we're playing. So you're going to listen to us do that live, which I, I'm hoping will be fun. <laughs> uh, so... The first thing you do is, that we're going to do is we're going to gonna set up our campaign, essentially. We're all going to collaboratively sort of set the boundaries of the narrative that we want to tell. And the first thing that we got to do is choose which era we're going to play in. So I'm just going to read real quickly the five eras. There's Avatar Kyoshi, which if we want to play there, it's we're going to be fighting against rogues and bandits and deal with corruption as the nations defend and reinforce their borders. We can play in the Avatar Roku era, and that's if we want to deal with tensions that arise amidst an era of cultural redefinition and nationalist expansion. Then there's the Hundred Years War era. We'll play in that if we want to rebel against an unjust rule, protect the weak, and stand up to tyranny. And then we've got the two probably most familiar eras, which is Avatar Aang. Um, That's going to take place right after, I believe, the Imbalance comic arc. We can play around with that, doesn't have to be right, af- right after that. We can decide where in the Avatar Aang area we wanna play, but essentially it takes place after the show and after a few other things. And then we've got the Avatar Korra era, and that's also gonna take place after the Korra TV show. So Monroe will probably get a li- some spoilers by playing. <laughs> you know, if we decide to do one of those eras, there'll be a little bit of spoiler, spoilery stuff with those two eras. But I'm really open to discussing what everybody wants to do. My, I'll put my hat in the ring first. I, there's two supplements that are coming out for this this game. There's going to be a Republic City supplement and a Spirit World supplement. Um, and both of those are going to be, you know, in the Korra era, those are both going to show up a lot. There's a little bit of Republic City at the end of Avatar Inn, uh, but it's not the Republic City you see in Korra. And then the spirit world will be pretty, pretty relevant to any era we play. So now I, I see the floor to the group. What what are we thinking? What are the thoughts?
4: Hundred Years
5: War. <laughs>
6: yeah i I, personally i lean toward the the hundred year war as well i feel Mm. like that's the one that we kind of get to see the least of in the shows and so it's the one i'm most interested in exploring right now
7: yeah i was about
1: to say something like that too it's also a lot of to. sorry i was gonna say probably the same thing you were which is it probably gives us the most amount of room to do non canon things yeah, without yeah. breaking yeah. the canon
4: <laughs> well the, yeah there's the least amount of canon so yeah. there's not much to argue with
2: us so
3: i think the benefit of that is that there's also like a framing of familiarity like oh. i can get my head around the hundred years war at least in simple terms hmm Um, whereas, like, I haven't checked out the Shadow of Kyoshi novel, uh, I feel like I would want to do that before I play Kyoshi's era. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it just feels like complete mystery to me. I don't know if everybody else has info on it or got the scoop, but I do not have the scoop.
4: I'm in the same place. (laughs) Yeah. And even with Roku's, it feels kind of like, you kind of just get a glimpse of Roku's era at the end of his life. And then, then... I'm sure there's like other like side materials that show more, but at least with the Hundred Years War, it's we pretty much know what's going on. You know, we know what it feels like. Five nations attacking everybody. It's it's rough time. All the airbenders um, are dead.
1: So for those who um, like Monroe, yeah, might be unfamiliar with the Hundred Years War. There's this space between when Avatar Roku. Dies and when Avatar Aang starts the TV show *Avatar: The Last Airbender*, and it's this period of conquest by the Fire Nation and imperialism known as the Hundred Years War. End of that war is when Avatar Aang comes back. So we're going to be playing in this time period when there is no Avatar. He has mysteriously vanished, and no one is no sure what happened to him. That is fun. OK, so the Hundred Years War, the next thing we have to do when you're doing Avatar Legends and playing with a group, you got to we've picked our arrow. We got to choose our scope and the scope can be anything as narrow as like a single Fire Nation temple or as large as the entire world. So just to give you some context, the Avatar, The Last Airbender, the whole show has a very large context. They're going all around the world, especially as you look throughout the three series. In Korra, the first season's a little bit narrower scope because she's pretty much just in Republic City. So that gives you kind of an idea of the difference between it. I- I'm totally open to whatever. I think for, for some of just the entertainment purposes, exploring a larger scope would be would be more fun i think in a podcast form it just gives us a lot more material to work off
5: of
6: yeah i agree i I think that doing the the largest scope and kind of having the whole world to play with in the hundred year war context there's so much happening in the world at this time in the avatar lore that i feel like we it would almost feel like we're missing things if we don't have the ability to kind of go everywhere yeah,
3: yeah all right here, let's do it as a gm question then. like if say we yeah. chose a smaller scope like just one step smaller and we're we're in bossing say which is huge right earth kingdom city and you're just going all over the place, but then something in the story develops, and it's like, ah, we all need to leave. Like, <laughs> like, like there's good cause to go wider now. If we had decided the scope in advance, is there any issue with that?
1: Absolutely not. So what that would probably signal is, in in not only fiction terms but in game terms, it would be a new season of our Avatar show, Ooh. right? That would if if something was introduced that was forcing us to leave the places that we were, it's probably a good clue that there's some new threat and a new season needs to start. But yeah. yeah, so we can do the whole world. And, you know, even in Avatar The Last Airbender, the the true scope of like the first season is a little bit more limited, right? Like it's pretty much just the water tribes, right? He's going yeah. from, you know, the south to the north to learn waterbending um and then you see you know when he needs to learn earthbending in season two that's that change of scope right he's got to go somewhere else um so yeah we can we can play around with it but i i definitely think for now let's let's focus on on the whole world and we'll see where, where that takes us um i'm gonna love it off. all right and then if you are looking on that google sheets we've got on the campaign tab. We've gotta pick our group focus. The group focus is the thing that binds and unites all of your characters together. It's something that no one of you can handle on your own. It's something that requires all five of you to address. This is gonna be sort of the, the main focus of the first season of our show, essentially. It could be a multi season thing. So, for instance, in The Last Airbender, the group focus is, of the whole show, is to defeat the Fire Lord. And then each season's got its own smaller focus of, you know, learning waterbending, learning earthbending, learning firebending. Korra has a different focus each season. She's got, you know, to defeat Amon in the first season and then Tarlok in the second season and then, you know, uh, then on from there. So we got to pick our group focus. We've got a few options. We've got to defeat a villain, to protect a place, idea, culture, person, or thing, to change culture, society, place, person, to deliver person or thing to place culture or person, to rescue person or thing, or to learn idea, culture, training, or history.
7: Have a deliver.
1: Ooh, any
3: specific ideas, Monroe?
7: No, because I'm still new to this, but I'm just (laughs) throwing something in there.
2: Yeah, the deliver would. Cool. I feel like in the Hundred Year War era, deliver or protect might work pretty well. Because I was also Mm -hmm. considering if one of us happens to choose, one of us were to play as an airbender, then that player could be the focus of delivery or protection, which would be very interesting. So this... The
4: start of the Hundred Years' War started with uh, Sozin's comment, so named, because he used it. it, And then using it to assault all the air temples and annihilate all the airbenders. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, he started his assault on all the nations. And this is also pre any sort of communications technology. So what if our delivery was the news that all of the airbenders were dead? What if we had to tell all of the nations and all of the disparate groups of people? Like, Hey,
3: nah, they're not going to believe they're us. Air nomads
6: are gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're tell gonna them have not to only, be kids only are the air nomads to it gone, does. but the fire nation's coming.
2: Yep. Yes. Can, uh, Rogue one, the Avatar. We can line. Paul revere it. <laughs>
3: And it would have a sense of depth to it because it's not like you just bring that to the first village and you're good to go. Like (laughs) you have to persuade people and particularly people in power to do something about it and take you seriously. And that could involve a bunch of things like, ah, we don't believe it till we see it. We need evidence. Mm -hmm. So there's definitely a story thread there that we could pull.
6: Yeah, and And there are pieces that that are canon you know that we'd have to work around about how the different nations reacted to that but that would i think be really interesting to try and play with of like as players knowing how those nations are going to react to the news but as characters not
1: yeah is there maybe like a a single place or uh instead of just to deliver the news about the air nomads to everywhere is there is there some place or person you have in mind
4: who better than the earth king okay you
1: to
6: know, i was there. gonna say if if our scope is bossing say then the earth king if we're wanting to do the global scope then maybe just each of the capitals other than fire nations
1: Well, perhaps, depending on what we come up with in our inciting incident, perhaps you guys are far from the Earth Nation. Or maybe you're on the south side of it, and have to traverse a good deal of the Earth Kingdom.
3: I'm just wondering, if I weren't from the Air Temple, why I would be near enough to witness a Fire Nation attack.
1: That is a question I think we will discover as we keep
3: talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what am
1: I doing at the Air Temple? Because I want to be dude. from the Earth Kingdom.
3: So
4: our well, actually our f- the Air Temple's is- Oh, sorry. Continue. oh sorry. Uh our Oh, focus- I tell oh, sorry. oh my god. Nick. <laughs> I'm just
1: I'm you. oh, go. just go. <laughs> Oh. This isn't an Avatar lore podcast. We're trying to play a game. <laughs> yeah, fire sound, fire sound.
5: <laughs>
1: so we've got our 100 Years of War campaign that's exploring the whole world of the Four Nations. But specifically, the group focus is to deliver news of the destruction of the Air Nomads to the Earth King. That is sort of our overarching purpose, but now we've got to set up what's called our inciting incident. Think of this as the plot of our first episode. This is our pilot episode of our Avatar show. So we're not gonna necessarily play it out role-playing wise, but we're gonna set it up and then our campaign will take place after that. So the first thing we got to pick is uh, there's going to be three acts and we'll have to try and weave all of our decisions together in sort of a a narrative that flows. But we got to pick one one check from each act. So in our first act, we befriend an ally who gives us access to valuable item. We can discover a secret hidden by a powerful figure. We did something fun, but drew the ire of powerful figure in the process, Or we learn the frightening plans of a powerful foe. What, what stands out to people? What's grabbing you? I mean, if we're talking
3: about um, seeing or witnessing the destruction, of uh, the air temple, mm. then that would be learning of frightening plans as the inciting incident. Like, that could drive a lot of Act 1. Like maybe we're close enough that we just need to get to safety. Uh, that's one possibility.
4: Yeah, we also don't need to be, like, literally present for the fall of the air temple, right? Like, we could just just stumbled on it or stumbled on somebody who did see it. So True. Just to make could, that easier. Could come
3: across... Uh, you know a refugee or something
4: yeah a dying airbender at this last <laughs> yeah,
3: that's right the second to last
4: airbender the second <laughs> to last. <laughs> his last line should be like i'm the last airbender and then <laughs> no,
2: you're how morons. wrong you
6: are
3: <laughs> silly guy but anybody have other ideas for act one
6: no i think that that is personally i think that that's probably the, the in my mind the best inciting Makes incident like learning the frightening planes. i i think we could play around with what was going on like you know maybe you know not necessarily a, a refugee or something like that which it could be maybe only one of us was there or maybe we were you know at the glacier spirits festival in the southern water kingdom and on our way back somewhere else and you know saw them hit the southern air temple or something like that like there's yeah any number of reasons we could have seen it.
7: I love I it. I like
1: it. Sorry, I my internet cut out for a second there. Um, so we're going with learn the frightening lands of a powerful foe. Is that yeah,
3: that's right? Powerful right. foe being, unfortunately, the Fire Nation.
1: <laughs> Can we actually let's let's personalize it a little bit more than just the general Fire Nation? Hmm you perhaps learn uh, maybe of a specific fire nation general that was sort of in charge of
4: on that's on his way the
1: air nomads. to attack the earth on his way because to- i mean yeah,
4: it's very unlikely that they simultaneously attacked every nation like at the same yeah. time their primary focus would have been the air nomads
1: okay so we're we're saying that this powerful foe um took out the Air Nomads and you discovered that they're uh, going to take out
4: or attack the Earth Kingdom. Yes. I
6: caught the last part of what you said, but I missed Yeah, You're cutting out a ton. Oh
1: man, I'm trying to like simultaneously like pause all the devices that are on our Wi-Fi so I can hog all the Wi-Fi. I guess it's time to just bump up our internet speed. sorry abby um (laughs) that's a fun conversation
3: (laughs) we need more money for my podcast
1: (laughs) you can expense that out right (laughs) eventually yeah. that would be the hope okay so we're saying that you've discovered the plans of the fire nation general who was maybe in charge or a, a huge part of taking out the air nomads and is now on his way to start attacking the Earth Kingdom as well. Is that what we're saying? Yes. Does anyone have a name for this person?
4: I'm gonna be real honest, a bunch of vulgarities immediately jumped to my mind (laughs) and I'm just gonna gonna keep them to myself.
2: I have a Fire Nation name generator open right now and one of them is Shy. Shy? (laughs) <laughs> that was really, so then, no. that's exactly not right for the English
3: speaking. speaker, but it, it is it is General cool.
2: General Zou is that too close to Zhao? Yeah, it's a close, a to, close Zhao. to Zhao. I'm looking at female names too. Okay, General Shan, Yep, Unaru. Yeah. I kind of like Shan, Shan would be cool. Do it i think, it, I think I it'd sh- be sh- cool too if it was a female general Azalu. oh i saw that one too
7: i got the yeah i got the generator open too mm-hmm.
2: you gotta
3: have a fire nation name generator one of
2: the female one of, one
7: actually of the female for every nation one of
2: the female fire nation names is she s a t mm-hmm
7: there's another one, C H Y H. I don't know if that's the same Y-H. pronunciation. Shy. Yeah, I don't I know. Maybe Shan would be
2: cool. Shy. Yeah, I like Shan.
3: Don't worry. We can always make more Fire Nation people <laughs> who will attack us.
4: I think she would be fun, just because we could like just have a bunch of really dumb <laughs> <Yeah. my>
5: pronouns. <laughs> but maybe maybe we. She's coming. Who's coming? Yeah. <laughs>
2: She's on her way. She. She's almost, She's almost here. here. Who is? Who is
5: almost here? She.
3: I think maybe we can get those out of the way now.
5: Yeah.
4: Let's just not.
3: So that we can avoid parodying language jokes from the English perspective as much as possible.
7: Uh. Oh, Asano. Asano. But I do like... I, like she. I do like. I do like. Sh- it's kind of hard not. To- <laughs> oh, it's
3: catching yeah. on now.
5: It's yeah. it's too I, late. I, now. I liked it the
7: moment he said it, but.
3: Goodbye, I did bring
5: Shan. Up a Good
7: point about the whole like making fun of it. So.
2: It'll be a driving force. We're, I mean, five, if it already five, happened, most of the jokes throughout. Our episode. so. We're gonna get
5: sucked in the <laughs> whole time if
2: it's happening now. We're
7: gonna be like, oh, I can't resist.
4: We gotta uh, do
2: it now. It's just yeah. we have to. It has to be she. We're gonna uh,
7: Yeah, uh, I feel like there's at least gonna be four of us who we're gonna are We have here. to edit out
2: like three quarters of the she jokes (laughs) probably we've well that'll be most of the podcast we're
4: going to need to record some extra sessions
3: it's one of the risks that always accompanies the rule of cool (laughs) but why is it cool
6: (laughs) i just got the name so mean s-o-m-e-e-n Good name for a villain.
2: Ooh, <laughs> so, mean. That is. General,
6: so mean.
7: So mean. So <laughs> mean. Yeah, this feels like a throwback
3: <laughs> to playing Dynasty Warriors for like all of my upbringing. I just could not resist jokes about all the characters. I couldn't pronounce their names. And now I feel like such a jerk.
4: It's- uh, that's fair.
3: Turns out it's Sal or something close to it instead of cow. Like I was calling everybody cow 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 this cow that and i thought i was hilarious
4: hey i didn't know either because i was also playing those games so.
6: yeah have you watched yeah. the dynasty warriors movie on netflix no
4: why would you <laughs> <laughs>
6: it's, it's just as terrible as you might expect but
3: oh, it's there no. is there is it just as hack and slashy mm-hmm like people just
6: flying around a ton of I mean, nameless they, they,
3: identityless peasants that are unfortunately enlisted in someone else's war and get hit a thousand miles
6: they did an incredible job of maintaining the aesthetic and like general feel of the game okay but that is also not great for a movie it's a great I think it could mechanic be. but it, it might not have the potential
5: out.
6: <laughs> i don't know i i think personally some of those mechanics that are fun when you have a control in your hand get real uh real dumb when you don't
3: do they only have the same four moves for the entire movie because that would be awesome
4: (laughs) (laughs) real real fast justin you have returned our hero i have and i've
1: um i have sent a very strongly worded email to xfinity (laughs) i'm I'm sure they'll do Sorry, something. Sorry, to, to unnamed internet provider. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta
3: shake him <them> down. <laughs> oh man. Give me what you owe me Xfinity. Fine. Yeah, seriously.
1: All right, sponsor. well, we'll make this work. Um, so general Shea jokes.
4: She. She. Oh, we're she. going with she, yeah. S-H-E. <laughs> Just S-H-E. <laughs> That's a little. If you wanted it to be spelled more interestingly, we could just do X E. Uh, It would be pronounced the same I like that. Yep.
3: At least then it's pronounced correctly. Because I'm pretty sure S H E isn't supposed (laughs) to be she. It'd
4: it'd probably be X X
2: I, actually, for she.
4: X I.
1: Yeah, Yeah, we don't
2: want to butcher the pronunciation like M Nights movie.
1: (laughs) I like that. General she. Who is on her way to attack the Earth Kingdom? Just coming from the Air Nomads, and she also just got done attacking my internet router as well. Uh, she
3: wow, it's extensive.
1: It is. Like, oh She's God. everywhere. She's everywhere.
4: <laughs> Very <Jesus>. thorough. <laughs> and so it begins. <laughs> oh
1: no. <laughs> Uh, Alright, so you've discovered <laughs> You've discovered her plans um, in, And now in Act 2 We can uh, steal a valuable item From a pal- your powerful foe Discover a terrible truth About location or powerful figure We defend it Ally or place from a powerful foe And we destroy a valuable item And drew the ire of its owner And the owner being a, Another powerful foe what are we thinking? It's Avatar too, we can get goofy with it. True.
3: Just spitballing here. Um we stole a means of transportation. <laughs> to try yeah, to get to like, the Earth Kingdom Can
2: we steal a ship?
7: <laughs> I, was I don't know where we're coming from. was thing too. Oh yeah? I just don't know like what we could steal because I'm still Should our really means of transportation
2: but... be a giant turtle duck.
1: I was I was thinking something like that. Like, oh, we, we would
3: totally that? luck out if we found some great majestic beast that could carry us.
4: Yeah, yeah. I don't know how common <laughs> those are. Anyone want to go it? airbender? <laughs>
1: uh, ah, yeah. deuce. So if anyone's looking at uh, one of the playbooks, one of the playbook's moves gives you a big animal. I believe it's the... Cool. Let me just double check. Mm. It's the icon. The icon gives an animal companion that is large enough to ride. For an entire party? Well, it depends on what it is. There's like flying bison's on there. Maybe we want to go something else cuz that's kind of, you know, Aang's whole thing. But <laughs> yeah. there's uh an elephant mandrill. I don't know what's if I've ever a seen mandrill. That show. Isn't like a monkey? Yeah, it's a elephant monkey. mandrill. It's a primate.
2: Yeah, that's um So
1: like we could make that. That could be big enough to That's terrifying.
5: It's, yeah. it's absolutely <laughs> terrifying.
3: I'm just looking at pictures of mandrills right now. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to picture it mashed up with an elephant.
6: If you search elephant mandrill, it comes up because it's it's been in Avatar. So you'll be able to see what what, just the actual thing looks like. I don't think it'd be able to swim, though. Um, Yeah,
4: we do need to figure that
1: out. Well, perhaps, though, that's a plot thing, right?
4: Could we have held maybe we cut them off maybe we uh we got to a village and we kept it alive or we defended it like a key point like a port or something Mm. there's plenty of ports to choose from on what eventually becomes the fire nation colonies so
1: yeah yeah Okay, so we're down to stealing a valuable item, such as a, a beast of burden that could carry you all, or uh, defending a port. Oof. Perhaps, maybe like the first, yeah, like Nick was saying, like a port in the Earth Kingdom. Like maybe this is this is where the Fire Nation is landing, and you're 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 kicking them out for a little bit let's let's make a decision and move on to act and move on to the third act here
3: I'm having my I'm having trouble getting my head quickly around some kind of defense that's meaningful without like already enlisting and validating the news that we're bringing to the earth kingdom really quickly um, that's a good point or like who we're fighting alongside and how we're able to resist the fire nation when they're clearly ready and nobody else in the world should be as ready but i mean it's not that it's implausible but i just can't think of it yet
1: i do i do still like the idea of you guys stealing like a something that could carry you across the four nations
4: a dragon (laughs) this is before all the dragons are dead uh, it it is. The is um, it. are they alive yeah they hunted them down in this it time period of war. sozin popularized killing them but sozin had a pet dragon so he was a i don't know a weirdo I
3: mean, yeah a weirdo <laughs> indeed
4: <laughs> i mean he then committed mass genocide so probably a little worse than a weirdo
3: yeah
6: yeah it's sort of like like hitler painting dogs
3: well, Why don't we take the liberty about, of making our own mashup if we if we take a, a steed and sure. the steed can yeah. handle all the elements, you know?
1: So I'll leave how about this? We'll leave that we'll leave that open. Um, it whoever picks the icon playbook, that's the move that gives you the, the animal companion. Whoever picks that, they're the ones that get to what do we think about I like that? It. Cool. <laughs> I like that too. But who is the powerful foe?
4: Wait, what? Didn't we already say?
1: We stole a valuable item from powerful foe. Oh. So oh, it's a different powerful foe? Could be. It could be. It could also be the same one.
6: These were supposed, supposed to be three acts of the same episode? Yes. Yeah. You don't typically introduce a new enemy in act two from the one that's been introduced in Act 1, but that's just standard storytelling structure. I guess we don't feel have like to. it's
3: easy to do a flow like from like big picture Fire Nation in Act 1 to like smaller picture Fire Nation in Act 2 and somebody from the Fire Nation is in possession of this thing that we steal. Maybe well, we know the Fire Nation sends used-
6: someone, a lower ranking officer so it's like a captain that's after us on... At the behest of uh, General Xi.
1: Right. I like that.
4: Yes.
3: Yeah. Because these kids I are like stirring that. up trouble.
4: Yeah. It could even be like a specialized like hit squad, like the, the Rough Riders, the Rhino Riders, mm. whatever those guys are called. Mm. And we could just take their animals. Animal. I like that. I like that. All right. Act three. Uh, or
5: unless you,
1: anyone has a name, I put Psycon. Captain Saikon, S-A-I-K-A-N. I like it. Cool. Act three, we fought and barely defeated a powerful foe. We narrowly escaped capture by a powerful foe. We saved or rescued ally from powerful figure. And we were saved from powerful foe by an ally to their own detriment.
4: What do we saved do by now? a powerful foe to their own detriment?
1: But,
5: uh, sorry safe save from the powerful, powerful
4: fall yep. by an oh, ally. ally to that ally's detriment yeah. i kind of like that yes. so we could have like so we're on our way right we're riding our whatever that I'm <laughs> and we're making our way to the earth kingdom or to Bossing say specifically and we get captured or we're in a village that gets that gets attacked and we get captured and someone from the village somebody that we you know we're had made friends with or was an old ally or an old friend uh you know gets us out away but maybe they are captured themselves or maybe they die or you know something like that
3: yeah my heart's already breaking just picturing some like village elder who like causes a distraction Mm -hmm. so that we can sneak out and they die and they like just beforehand told us that they believe in us and that we need to get our message out and now Mm -hmm. it's like now we can't mess up But make him, like, an (laughs)
4: earthbender. And he takes a stand at the
1: end. He's like... I don't know. I like that. Yeah, I'm picturing, like, uh, you know, when you first get introduced to this village and seen, like, the elders kind of just letting the Fire Nation do whatever. And then, you know, maybe your words inspire him to stand up for himself and his his village. Uh, Who is this... uh, Older elder. What's his name? It's an Earth Nation citizen, yeah. Yeah.
3: Monroe, are you consulting the generator? I am. Earth Nation. Right? I am. Yep.
7: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So many names. So many names.
7: Um, <laughs> hey do we want them to be male female
1: i almost kind of like um a female elder just as sort of like a foil to general she
2: there's s-h-i she it's a good backstory uh x-x-i uh <laughs> we can do no, one of the one
1: okay no, no, we're saying the el. no no the elders <laughs> One
2: of the, the earth yeah, so and general. she nope <laughs> <she.
1: laughs> <She. laughs> refresh that one.
4: What about uh what about panchen? panchen.
1: glorious Unfortunately it's such panchen. a lovable
4: character name, you know?
1: Yes it is. Uh, so You're so what about. happens to Pan Probably captured we're thinking.
6: Exploded.
3: Yeah. <laughs> this is a
5: thing. Johnny. Show, <laughs> <Yes>. Johnny.
3: <laughs> not not
1: punched.
2: Gets...
3: Johnny, this is Avatar the Last <laughs> Airbender.
6: <laughs> is... So okay, exploded off screen. <laughs>
2: exploded off screen. Exactly.
6: <laughs> yeah, they have like sort of sorted down. It was very marks.
2: unclear. Like <laughs> all character deaths very unclear. <laughs> that funniest so we don't no.
3: say that word,
1: there is no death in <laughs> no. Bossing Se. You can't I say that word. Oh, yeah, you sent us that yeah. compilation, Danny. Of, of the
2: times I tried to avoid like, the word permanently, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
6: they will be no more, they will be gone, so, okay. expanded beyond the bounds of their mortal body forever.
2: Maybe they're like trapped in the spirit world.
6: Um.
3: Forever. Uh, <laughs> or, Nobody cares about what about <laughs> if if she maybe
2: the characters
3: you- don't
1: know? Oh, yeah, I was just about to say if she sort of uh, stopped General She and the Fire Nation army, and you guys ran, perhaps you don't know. So, as best you know, she, you know, isn't around anymore. But you you never saw to be sure.
6: Yeah. Yeah. I it was a that. flurry of dust and earth and yeah. smoke, and it cleared, and they were gone. You could really
4: imagine like uh she she initially had the attitude um Chen Pan, not <laughs> champang uh initially had the attitude of like we should just th- these dudes are coming here and they're trying to threaten to kill everybody if we just like comply everything's going to be okay but obviously as any colonized people would 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 find out it's not okay yeah. so maybe maybe like a little whisper in your ear and a little like hey i don't think it's gonna be all right and she decides to I love it and maybe we even try to try to rough up some firebenders or we get caught in some altercation with them and then they capture us or whatever yeah. and she decides to take a stand and help us get away yeah and then we don't know what happens i love it
1: to her. you don't know what happens and you are now on the road tasked with going to the earth king with this information about the fire nation that is our pilot episode it would end with you sort of like on the road unsure of of what is coming up next but uh, resolute in what you have decided to do so now we actually are going to create characters dope and the first thing the first thing that the book has you do is come up with a name but i'll start with that i'm not gonna make you tell me your name but at some point gotta let us know the name we'll probably do names at the end how about yeah. that so the first thing we're actually going to do then is pick one of the six playbooks in the quick start there are six options i'm going to read them just real quickly i'm hoping you guys have had some looking at them and have some ideas about where you want to go but uh, the bold fights to live up to their self-image and earn others trust and confidence play the bold if you want to build your reputation and leadership skills the guardian Defend someone close to them, steadfast and watchful. Play the Guardian if you want to be the first to see danger coming and the last line of defense. The Idealist has a past full of suffering and tragedy that strengthened their beliefs. Play the Idealist if you want to awaken the hope in everyone around you. The Successor comes from a lineage of powerful but scary figures. Play the Successor if you want to struggle against your lineage as it threatens to draw you in. And the hammer is strong and tough looking for a deserving face to punch play the hammer if you want to grapple with what force can and can't solve the icon comes from an ancient tradition and inherited some serious standards to live up to play the icon if you want to be torn between your heart and your destiny and i should mention too these aren't going to be the only playbooks in the full game Uh, avatar is on kickstarter right now and there are tons of playbooks being unlocked but these are the six that are available with a quick start So once you guys have chosen your playbooks, um, why don't you you say it out loud, say what what you're thinking, we can talk about it, and then make sure you have that PDF of that playbook open.
6: I would like to be the hammer. I would like to be the successor.
7: (laughs) I'm leaning towards the icon. Okay.
3: I would like to be the idealist.
1: We gotta create our animal.
4: Remember, Monroe. No animal in the Avatar world is just one animal. It's always two. Mm -hmm.
1: But he's gotta mash up two animals together, and it, it should be big enough that the five of you can ride on it
7: and i get to choose this like what they're mixed with
1: yeah go for it they have a list but i'm i'm let's just let's get crazy with it mash
5: a couple animals together dragonfly elephant or something
1: no
3: typically two animals yeah
7: yeah what nick was talking about with the dragons how they were being hunted during this time right so they're before they are gone. I think that would be kind of cool to be able to spend some time with
5: <laughs>
1: Perhaps, perhaps um, it's like a, a, like a lesser dragon, so maybe not like a full dragon but like a dragon maybe, I don't know, a dragon yeah. stork a worm um, lady um,
2: the, the fire nation squad or <laughs> whatever was trying to capture it to like bring back as like a reward or something and they are like, no we love animals like a like a dragon otter
5: mm-hmm.
7: I like that. It's like the most random thing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Does it have the oh. face of an
5: otter? Because <laughs> I, I don't want it to dragon, have the body of an body
1: otter. Of an otter? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got like kind of furry scales
4: and. Special Ooh. pouch for rocks.
1: All right, well, what are the. Ooh. So we've got an icon, we've got a successor. I haven't heard from from Steve or Johnny or.
5: Oh,
6: I, I said hammer before anybody else said anything. I did. Did I miss it?
5: Yeah. Maybe.
2: <laughs> I said idealist. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with the guardian. Right. What do we
4: do after uh, playbooks?
2: Well, um, sorry. You
1: wanna tell me what? Uh, I think so. I think Steve's going idealist and Johnny's going hammer. That is what they said. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. I can hear you now. Yay! I'm assuming I'll be able to hear Steve now too. Man technology is both a blessing and a curse it is is burst can you hear me now i can hear you now yep <laughs> okay all right we've all chosen our playbooks the next thing you're going to choose is your training your training is going to be either one of the four elements or it's going to be weapons or technology and i will say since we have chosen the 100 years of war i'm cool if someone wants to play an airbender um i think that's a that would be a fun thing yeah. to explore because i mean a that character will probably not be around at some point oh, and yeah. you're the only airbender so
6: to be honest, if you're cool with it, Justin, I actually kind of want to basically play my same character from the one shot the other day. I love it.
1: Yes. Osa. I feel like, yeah, I feel like there's even a lot more to explore with him, which I'm sure we'll get into when we're actually playing. But, um, and as we answer the history questions, too, I think that'd be great. So yeah, choose your and then let us know once you've chosen. So Johnny's going to be an airbender. And what, what's everyone else thinking?
7: I'm thinking Modern Nation.
2: Okay. I will, I will, want to will be a gladly be a Firebender. Firebender not with the yeah. Fire Nation.
4: <laughs> That's
5: a tough <laughs> role to play, but very cool story
3: already. I'm not with them anymore. I'm not associated with them. Boy. But I do bend fire. I do. <laughs>
4: Not
6: by choice. I do not recommend doing a Google search of Chubby. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I'm doing it right
3: now. Right. All of our listeners are consigned to that fate, Johnny.
1: Who can resist the <laughs> <for> curiosity? <laughs> I,
5: I don't think oh, I'm, I'm not can. gonna do
1: it. I want to know, but I'm not gonna do it. Anyways, do it. I want to do earthbending. Earth
5: Just
2: throwing it out there. Okay, um. <laughs> Monroe, which character <laughs> sheet were you who's gonna it? use? Were you gonna use the yellow one? Yeah, who's using the yellow one?
7: Yeah. All right.
2: I will use okay. the beautiful
1: purple one. Okay, so I think Monroe, do you want to be a waterbender? Uh
5: yeah,
7: that sounds pretty
1: okay. fun. Cool. That's great. We've got all the elements. And then we've got uh, Steve, what did, what did you choose?
3: I would like to be a non-bender. I love it. From do the Earth it, Kingdom.
1: Do you have like a, a weapon in mind?
3: Yes, war fans. <sighs> I love it. Oh, that's cool. I'm very
6: excited um, about this. Are you a uh, Kyoshi warrior? I or am. Kyoshi hopeful? Yes.
1: Nice. 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 Although uh, I don't
3: believe I'm allowed to leave the Kyoshi Warriors, so the fact that I'm like away from them and with y'all, that's going to be an issue <laughs> that
1: I have to <laughs> f- work on. <laughs> figure that out. But there's we can figure that out. There's plenty of reasons.
6: Maybe you're not a fully ascended warrior. Yeah. You're just... Uh, we're, not,
2: we're not all... Does it talk about like the players being master benders or not? Or are we all like specifically not master benders? <laughs>
1: So, I mean, you can do all, if you're a bender, you can do all the basic things yeah. a bender can do. And then some of the more advanced stuff, so like, for instance, for a fire bender, right? Like you wouldn't be able to do lightning bending unless a master taught you how yeah. to do lightning bending. Same with an earth bender and metal bending. So you can do like basic things that, that other benders can do, but maybe some of the more specialized things you yeah. can't do. So it kind of depends. And it's gonna also like what we're about to do next, which is your fighting style. So, your fighting style, you get to pick that. There's not a list to pick that from. This is the thing that makes you stand out from other benders of that same training. So, for, for Danny, for your guardian, what? Let's see. You're doing. Wait,
2: who's doing fire bending? And who's doing earth bending? okay and next to my name there
4: yeah that's what i I wanted to ask about that uh so i'm pretty sure i feel like you told me that i could do with successor i could do two different kinds of training correct yep we'll get
1: to that Uh, when we pick moves uh, so for danny for your your guardians firebending like what makes them a different firebender than
2: other firebenders well i was I was thinking about Guardian Playbook. You know, talked about them being like steadfast and watchful, basically like being very defensive. Maybe I'm like a Firebender who takes stances and fights more like uh, not maybe maybe not specifically in like the specific style of an Earthbender, but more similar to like an Earthbender. So maybe like I'll I like use more just like I summon more like fire walls or more like defensive techniques rather than. Aggressively striking people with you know bursts of flame Wait Danny, I feel like I can
4: build off of this Uh, Cuz my my character concept is uh, what I wanted to roll with was an earthbender who like Like basically faked a firebender. Yeah yeah. And I wanted him to do it because his dad was a firebender and his mom was an earthbender Uh, But he, he got earthbending uh on the flip side of it, you could do something similar where you're an Earth Nation citizen and, you know, your your father is a firebender, but your mother is a <laughs> yeah. or whatever yeah. combination. Or you could be my sibling.
2: You know, yeah. we could do that too. Maybe that's that why fine. my training is more akin to, like, bending techniques.
4: Like, maybe our parents split and we each got one parent and you, you got the earthbender. So, I died. Some, somehow that just... <laughs> We got trained by the
1: opposite. <laughs> <We got trained.
5: laughs> so, this
1: and this should be something that's like pretty like a short phrase, right? So, like, firewall is a good fighting style because right. this is also going to be something that's going to inform one of the moves, which is rely on your skills and training.
2: Or I could put like defensive for so, the fighting style. Same um same. it should, should it it, say like a specific it can
1: be defensive
2: or i can do firewall slash defensive. i think
1: the 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 more specific you can get with it oh, yeah. the the better it's gonna be but a defensive would work too if you're if you're having trouble coming up with something else what what about the rest of you uh i see Johnny has chosen something
6: oh, i wrote uh, <laughs> kung fu panda you got awesome. a big big billy
1: airbender
5: Yep, oh yeah.
6: I'm looking,
3: is there is there a list of things?
4: No, there's no list. You're coming up with describing it. Just yeah, whatever you want. I mean you could just Kyoshi fan style.
1: Kyoshi fan
4: style,
1: fan weapons, something like that. Monroe, what do you think makes your waterbenders stand out from other waterbenders? What's something that they can do that not anyone else really can do?
7: oh my gosh i feel like i'm not the right person to yeah. ask those <laughs> detailed questions to. it's fine
1: we can we can brainstorm it
7: yeah i mean i think in terms of like where she's coming from i think i want to go the opposite of what happened last time so i think instead of her being defensive i'd like her to be more on the offense so mm-hmm. she's more of a she's more like looking kind of for a fight type of thing nice to go like that um, in terms of what she does gosh like i just started the whole thing so like my, my only uh connection to water bending right now is in katara, katara um, she's yeah. yeah so it's not um, so help me guys tell me
4: what do I you like do. ice fists if you want yeah, if you're always cool. looking for a fight oh like you can make ice like you
1: fist. can make
3: ice knuckles
7: Ice Ooh. Knuckles. That is so, a. Yeah, I like
3: that. That'd be pretty boss. Yeah. <laughs> I ice that.
1: Knuckles.
3: I mean, I don't know if we have Ice Knuckles in Avatar, but we could do it. We can oh, do wait, it. Oh, about, about to be avatar. an Avatar. There there I, I mean, yeah. there's about to be an Otter Dragon, maybe. I don't know. so but Guys, Dude.
1: this is our imagination. We can make whatever we want.
3: Don't try to liberate <laughs> my mind, Game Master. Who's gonna, who's gonna stop us? Nickelodeon? They might. I mean, <laughs>
4: they, they might. <laughs> they could.
3: But then we'll have to just fight Nickelodeon in yeah.
6: the context of this show.
5: <laughs> okay.
4: Cool.
6: Once Ooh, we defeat I the Fire did a Nation, Google image search for Otter Dragon, and there's some cool, uh, some cool stuff. There sure, is. Yes. And some really weird stuff. While Monroe <laughs> thinks of Google search for yeah, Otter no thank Dragon. Thank you, Danny.
3: <laughs> While Monroe thinks of what to do for water bending, I just want to throw out another possibility which could be like an owl dragon, Ooh. the head of an owl that can turn its head all the way around and stuff. Oh, I don't know, I'm just picturing the feather slash scale aesthetic and think it's cool. Anyway, just that's thinking. <laughs> that's cool. We got some options. Oh, we'll it, get to that.
7: We didn't decide that yet. I thought it was- uh,
4: Well, no, it's now, really your choice. It's It's, it's totally up to you. you.
3: It's going to be your companion, so. Yeah.
7: <clears> well, <throat> I, I think I'd want like something more like water, so I was going for the otter. <laughs> yeah, <well>, go
3: <laughs> oh, for drinking, no, so. Yeah, that's true. The water
6: is <laughs> yeah, cool.
1: practical.
7: Makes sense.
1: Yeah. Foolish right, me. So we've, we've got all our fighting styles: we've got Kyoshi fan warrior, we've got a kung fu panda airbender, ice knuckles for water bending. Uh, it looks you like you're gonna exploding. stick with that, Monroe. I am, cool. I
7: really like exploding
1: it. Exploding rocks as an earthbender, and then like firewalls on defense. I dig it. Now, the next thing we got to do is we got to pick our backgrounds. You can pick up to two of them, there's six options. Um, There's military, monastic, outlaw, privileged, urban, and wilderness. And again, this is not going to give you any mechanical benefits. This is more narrative and flavor, but it will influence what happens when you ask me uh, if we roll relying on your skills and training. This might come up. So, you know, somebody who has no... Time spent in an urban environment would not be relying on their skills and training to to do something urban related, for instance. So you can you can pick up to two of these. I'm
7: gonna go with outlaw. Is that in the right area? That I think I'm looking at the right thing. It's training.
5: Yeah, it
7: should be like right under training.
5: Uh, under yeah, all the outlaw's stats, on the list. Yeah. No,
7: oh, that's a. It's his background.
1: Yeah. Background is yeah. under background. Yep. That's where we're at.
7: Okay. So You're right. I said, so. okay.
1: And once you've uh, put it in, why don't you just give us all a little, little preview what you,
7: what you've chosen. Um, where would I um, put that in? Oh, background. You got it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, because she's pretty much on the offense all the time. I think that, and I was doing some research before uh, I showed up here. Um, there's not really that much known about Foggy Swamp around this time on this era. Yeah. So I would think that she would probably not have a lot of uh, military training or anything like that. So she'd be on her own a lot, right? You know, there's not really much known, but also like anything goes either. Like she's not. True. No one knows anything about Foggy Swamp. So I'm gonna say she's like an outlaw. She's taking the law into her own hands with her ice knuckles and her otter dragon and
3: yes
5: she's, a,
7: she's just trying to find a way to survive in the world at this point i'm Sometimes sorry she goes chose... on this adventure with you guys
1: i'm so happy you chose foggy swamp all right the rest of you um <laughs> like a like just like a quick like one sentence uh your your background
6: yeah, I did urban and monastic. Monastic is obvious because he's a air air nomad, um, but I was thinking that he'd be from uh, Bossingse, like originally, and before before he was found by the air nomads, and uh, so he's got that that city boy in him. I dig it.
3: I chose military and privileged, um, so. I'd like to have two layers to this. Privileged in the sense that uh, raised by like a wealthy family on Kyoshi Island that I just wanted to get away from. And they thought that becoming a Kyoshi warrior would straighten me out, but then I kind of ran away from that too. so. I've tried to escape my parents by becoming a Kyoshi warrior. And, you know, if you do that, you theoretically escape your expectations of you regarding like family, like what you carry on as far as legacy. because like you have a call, a vocation. Um, but then I ran away from that as well. So I'm a double runaway.
1: <laughs> Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Anyone else? I'm
2: still... Nick, are we sticking yes. to the idea of us being siblings? I kinda hey, really, really like it too. It. Okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought one of us could do urban and one of us could do uh wilderness. Like one parent yeah. like prefers like like our parents split and we get like the the reverse version of our or bending. So we each have like this very unique form of bending. But also like one of us experience like city life and one of us experience like wilderness. But I think we should share like military. Like both of our parents were like warriors and like Warrior minded yeah. people. So we were both like trained to fight, but like in very different ways and in very different settings. Perfect. Yeah, I love awesome. it. Well, then, uh, which one do you want? Then? I chose want wilderness and outlaw well. Okay, cool. I'm, yeah, okay. I urban and
3: At least you don't have to hear mom and dad argue about where to live anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the age old debate do we want to live in the city or out in the outskirts?
1: Uh, then we got to pick our demeanors. So right under background, just like a, a word that summarizes their demeanor. The playbook has some options if you're, you're struggling, but you can also just make up your own. Totally. Make up your own.
3: Definitely going to search right now.
1: And uh, once you've done that, uh the last thing we have to do before we get into like some of the mechanical stuff and backstory stuff is if you scroll back up to the top of your character sheet you'll see your stats and your stats come from the playbook you've chosen you do get to add plus one to any one of those four stats but other than that they are determined by your playbook Once you got that, let me know when you've got all your stats in there, and then we will move on to sort of the, the meat of that. And we will have to we'll have to go through it pretty quickly, I think.
3: I put spacey.
1: I love it. Spacey. Spacey
3: slash dreamer.
7: I put stubborn and
4: introvert. I put modestly
2: prideful.
5: <laughs> 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 of course. Should I, should I put e, modestly prideful? <laughs>
4: oh, it's up to you. I'm going to have my character. Modest. So uh, with my character, I really wanted him to have like an internal kind of debate of like, is he Earth Nation, is he Fire Nation? Mm. And like, sh- should I claim these heritages? Do I have a right to? But I also s- still feel pride in connected, being connected to both of them, despite what one of them is done
2: so how do i how do i maybe resolve i'll just write like breathed in guilt all right let's we'll, we'll figure it
6: out yeah i put uh playful and excessive Love
5: it.
1: all right add that plus one you can even take some time to think about it but i think we'll move on yes. to the next part um you every playbook has what's called a feature description and sort of your featured playbook move they're gonna you're gonna have to make a choice with it too so we're gonna try and go through it real quickly and see if we can get get through it all so we'll start with with steve's idealist. so you have witnessed something that has caused you to commit to a code so you gotta pick pick three from that list and that is the code that you live up to if you break that code you have to mark a condition and anytime somebody sees you living up to your code you get to put them down as an ally but first we got to figure out what those three codes are so i'll let you think about that what your three codes are and we'll move on to this is under
3: playbook Um, moves
1: uh if you it's on the player character sheet if you scroll down about halfway there's feature choices gotcha yep johnny your hammer has an adversary that to them represents everything that is wrong with injustice and tyranny and all those things so who is your adversary and what is your goal for your adversary
6: my uh my adversary I put is General Shi, and my goal is to. Uh, can I have like multiple? Can I, my goal be to like capture, depose, or restrain them, or do I have to pick one?
1: Um, I th- I think you have to pick
6: one of them.
4: Uh, well, let's talk it out. What what what's your?
6: I'll say I'll just say depose for now. Okay.
1: got Monroe's icon you have a burden or tradition or the icon to some tradition and so you've got this huge responsibility on your back and so you are going to need to choose three responsibilities that are placed on you from your burden and then three prohibitions that you can't do
7: Okay. So Nick, with this whole um dragon thing during this time do Do people know that dragons are being hunted down? Or is this something that we find out towards the end of the era?
4: Well, I think people, the rest of the world probably wouldn't find out. But in the Fire Nation, Sozin literally is like, you should all go kill dragons and then I'll name you, I'll give you the name dragon as like an an honorary title if you kill a dragon. Um, so. So in the Fire Nation, it's known that Sozin wants dragons dead. I don't know how much that would have penetrated outside of the Fire Nation. Okay. That's Maybe someone different. came to kill dragons in your in your little area, so you know specifically because of experience. So. That's
7: true. Okay, yeah, that's, we can go with that. Like her burden, or her said so that she needs. Let me read this. Uh, Justin, did you say that I needed one responsibility and three? Was, three of each.
1: Three responsibilities three and three, three prohibitions. Yep.
7: So one of the responsibilities is to help protect this dragon mm-hmm. because uh, let's just say someone from Fire Nation tried to or did, was successful at killing another one nearby and that so she has some inside um, info with that.
1: So perhaps we um, could call that, so of the feature choices, perhaps we could call that safekeeping rel- records and relics.
3: Regarding yeah. nature
7: yeah and as far as her other responsibilities um what is can you like um explain exactly what um responsibilities are
1: how that works in the game yeah yeah so if you're on the feature choices which i think is column 41 the the list there
3: um you're just picking those
1: Yep, you're picking those and...
7: Oh, okay. And then scroll down far enough.
1: No worries. There's so many columns that it's hard to.
7: <laughs> okay, so nice. I will... I think protecting a sacred site... Uh, I'm going to say foggy swamp. I don't know much about it, so feel free to correct me.
4: No, it is it's a it is not sacred known. site.
7: Yeah, it's unknown for a reason. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So she, one of her other responsibility is to protect... Um, foggy swamp and all their information, their secrets and everything And as far as it third one I like that she's searching for ancient artifacts but I feel like I have to do a lot more <laughs> um, additional uh, research to figure out like what can she search for. What was the overall um, goal of, a, of our of our squad here? I'm trying to.
4: Well, your your personal responsibilities don't have to, to necessarily yeah. align.
7: Yeah, I know, but I just want to know like what is it that our
4: the squad's goal is? Oh, uh, to go warn the Earth King Earth slash Earth Kingdom of the impending uh, invasion, the uh, sort of already started invasion, but to get there as quickly as possible. Okay. Well then, I'm
7: let's go see. with um, the safekeeping of records and rec- relics in foggy swamps. So she uh-huh. she's got a lot of responsibility with her, with her, uh, with her area, and her prohibitions. Ooh, that's she's a teenager, right? So let's like have her promise to never fall in love. That's probably gonna be tested. <laughs> um never run from a fight because she always starts it
3: (laughs) for Um, sure it's fair
7: but she also has um some sort of morality here so she'll she'll never betray someone's trust so once you have it she's you know she's your girl she's good oh wait no there's like never share secrets of your tree well, oh i think that's gonna break with the squad She's just gonna have to tell somebody something
1: and it's my job yeah. as the gm to to push these prohibitions like i'm gonna i'm gonna try yeah. and present scenarios in which you're, you want to break them so it, it okay, should so be hard okay so let's
7: uh let's uh, can we scratch out the never betray someone's trust and put in never share secrets of your tradition that way oh like God. she has something to kind of conflict with her mm-hmm. with her responsibilities
5: i like it right
3: in episode one
7: <laughs> exactly
1: Uh, Nick, you've got to choose the domain and where your family is trying to reach into. You've got, yeah, you come from an infamous family, what would you choose there?
4: So I did military command and land ownership, so my father was part of the Fire Nation military. Uh, sort of, was kind of a part of the original assault that uh, Sozin tried, but then Roku stopped. And then just kind of ended up living in the Earth Kingdom. Still somewhat connected to the Fire Nation. Obviously, as the attacks started, he kind of... He also kind of moved into land ownership to sort of like... He probably knew what was going on. I don't know. I'd rather not ask, you know? It's one of those conversations (laughs) you just don't want to have with your parent, you know? Uh, So, you know, he moved into land ownership and kind of became, you know, wealthy and powerful in that sense. then yeah so he in that way in that vein uh, he has access to you know resources I said high technology but for this era it's not that high Uh, sure it's it's as high technology as this era is right and so that's why I have access to things like blasting jelly and explosives and that makes sense very flammable things that I'm going to be using and then yeah Um, the other side of it is the cold hard cache
1: Danny, who would you, as the guardian, you gotta pick a ward. Yeah. I was name?
2: thinking that, um, Nick, how do you pronounce your character's name? Uh, it's, uh, Chano. Chano. Yeah, I was thinking Shaynao would be a good one. Um, you know, considering we're siblings, <laughs> yeah. I like it. <laughs> all right, all right,
1: moving on, we've got, uh, at some point, you guys are going to need to pick two playbook moves. Um, on the playbook moves tab, you can find your your playbook, and you'll choose two of those moves. For now, though, I wanna I wanna hop into the history questions first and see if we can do the history and connection stuff first, and we can always come back to the moves. Uh, I'm gonna start with Steve. So. Your character's name is Rensong, yeah? Yes, that's right. Okay, Rensong. What tragedy befell Rensong at a young age? This this should be probably just like a sentence or two, real short, real
5: sweet. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't think it needs to be uh, anything other than psychological tragedy. So I think the clear message for me as a kid was you will only uh be a part of this family if you do exactly as we say and follow in our footsteps so i think that message came through you could you could flip that and say and the dark side of things that maybe my father actually like forbid me um to like do anything and said that i wouldn't even have an inheritance unless i did something and that's when i left to become a kyoshi warrior and they were like, ah, let him let him work it out. He's young, you know, he'll come back. And then I was like, nah, I'm leaving this too. <laughs> so I'd say the traumatic event was just um, that parent dynamic.
1: Okay. Um, who do you hold the most responsible for the tragedy and why? It seems like maybe your father
3: yeah let's say that they're i mean they might be equal partners in it but let's say that sure. dad was the voice that's still uh, echoing in my you head a,
1: you gotta give me a name of this
3: yeah sp- yeah dad is i mom is chen okay a-i-c-h-e-n i and chen okay.
1: who helped you through your grief and what did they teach you
3: well, I'd say I did get something out of the Kyoshi Warriors, um, so <laughs> helped might be a strong word. Um, I'm gonna say that they they told me how to stuff my grief, <laughs> mm. which was something, and to to give me something else to focus on in was my there training.
1: A sp- specific person that helped with that?
3: Sure, I need somebody with a name generator. Kyoshi Warrior name Nevo.
1: Sounds good. Okay. And then, what symbol heirloom or mark do you carry to remind you of what you lost?
4: Hmm. What I lost?
3: Huh. Um. I'm gonna say I'm a last key kid, and I still have the key to my parents' house i love it not that i not that i think of using it for that purpose but i think yeah, of like yeah. opening new doors you know because like, yeah. i feel like what i lost yeah. was freedom
1: all right let's move on to johnny's hammer uh what's the name
6: uh, osa. osa. okay so
1: uh what injustice has driven osa to use his strength for good
6: um, I'm just going with the destruction of the, the air temples. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh,
1: who represents the kind of positive strength and force you want to embody?
6: I'm going to say uh, Monkey Azzo. Okay. I like that.
5: Uh, and then who
1: uh, tried their best to teach you restraint, calm, and thoughtfulness?
6: Um, so I'm I'm really building this off of the character I played in that one shot, so this is a monk Passang. Okay. He's one of the elders at the Southern Air Temple.
1: And then what fragile trinket or heirloom do you keep and protect?
6: A flute my sister gave me.
1: Who is now past, yes? Probably. She's an, uh,
6: um, you think she was also at the air temples? She was a non-bender oh, in the okay. earth kingdom, so, so.
1: You're gonna have to give me so she's a alive. name for your sister then.
6: Let's say, Kino, K-I-N-O.
1: Uh, it's adorable. Okay, Monroe. Monroe, what is the name of your character? My
7: character's name. L E K O. I love it.
1: It sounds like a leak, which is like a, like a small so <laughs> Yeah, I love it. Uh, it. Sounds like a Who, leak. who was Leko's chief mentor teaching you the nature of your burden and its value? Right.
7: Oh, I skipped.
1: Um, I, sorry, I skipped. What tradition do you represent as its icon? Why can't you set down the
7: but can you guys help me with that? What's like, um, what do they mean by like, what tradition do you represent as this icon? Can that just be like anything or is that something that has to be very specific to a tribe?
4: It could be like, uh, probably specific, but it doesn't, it could, so you, you're talking about the foggy swamp, it could be something like the tradition of like the keeper of the foggy swamp, you know? Mm-hmm. Um,
5: the
4: foggy swamp way. The way of the <laughs> foggy swamp because <laughs> there's that guy who keeps the, the swamp and isn't really yeah. of the yes no this the vine guy yeah the vine guy
1: uh, why can't you put it down set down the rule of sort of protecting the foggy swamp way uh,
7: that's just... it's, it goes against her it's it goes against her prohibitions i guess that's right because like can that kind of tie in there where like she has i want her to be quite mysterious but uh, um i'm just gonna say that like she can't she already made a, a vow to herself that she's not gonna Mm-hmm. Uh, she's not gonna share the ways of the foggy swamp.
1: Right. Who is your chief mentor teaching you the nature of your burden and its values?
7: Let's just say that she has like a like a foster. Like does it have to be like a like a chief chief, or it could just be someone that she sees like as a chief, like someone who's just um higher than she is and no, she respects a, like a, a mentor. Chief mentor. Yeah, yeah, it could be a mentor okay. for sure. Um so let's just say that she doesn't have any parents, so she was fostered by a woman and we'll call her let's see Generator, come on. <laughs> Name her Kanu. K-O-N-N-U. And was teaching her the ways of how to be of how to survive in this world as honor on your own and being alone. Um, and the burden of that is the loneliness.. Um, but at the same time it teaches you how to take care of yourself and look out for yourself. I love it.
1: Uh, who showed you even with that even with the weight of your burdens, you could still find ways to play?
7: Mm-hmm. Let's say her, uh, her, um, her dragon otter. Let's <laughs> say okay. like, uh, her dragon otter has like a personality that just kind of lets her put down her, her guard. Mm. Do you have a name for your and... dragon
1: otter
5: yet?
7: Oh, all right. Since we're all going to be riding this thing, I think it's only fair that we all. <laughs> you all <laughs> brainstorm a name together. Let's all name this dragon otter. That's hmm. not like she or him or something. That's just...
5: <laughs> yeah. Roo. Ryu. 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 How are you spelling it? R- R-U-U.
2: Just Ru.
7: I like that.
3: Rue's a pretty cool dragon. I use the Foggy Swap tribe name name dragon
1: (laughs) 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 I do like it, Rue. And then, uh, what token of your burden and tradition do you always carry?
7: Does a foggy swamp have like a, a sigil or something? I'm trying to do something different than last time, where she's not just carrying like some necklace or something. But just, I was thinking maybe like some sort of tattoo. Yeah,
5: yeah foggy I swamp
6: found emblem. I can, I'm gonna drop in the chat. Okay.
7: So let ha- let's say that she has that on her. She has that. She wouldn't put it out there like for everyone to see. So mm-hmm. I think there's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has it hidden somewhere, on, like on her, on her back, let's say. Okay.
1: Okay, all right. And then let's move on to the successor. Nick, what is your character's
5: name?
4: My character's name is uh, now Launcher. Come. Uh, yeah,
1: who is, who is the current
4: head of your lineage and how
1: do you love and frustrate each other?
4: Uh Naujo is uh, my father and the current head of my lineage. Um, he. We f- we love and frustrate each other because, I mean, he, father and son, but I'm an earthbender and he's not super, super jazzed about that. So
1: makes sense what closest member of your lineage wants to revolutionize it
4: uh basically my mother and brother uh my brother uh more specifically want me to get to get me away from my father uh that's the the revolution to separate me basically from from my lineage what do you carry that reminds you of the place most associated with your lineage uh one of the few things that my father just outright gave me uh was a ring uh with the fire nation emblem and I wear, wear that, I keep that with me. And then what
1: part of your lineage's identity is important and valuable to you as a person?
4: Uh, the culture and history of the Fire Nation is something that I'm genuinely proud of uh, and proud to be connected to uh, with obvious reservations. Uh, especially our, now, our feelings of guilt. Especially now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then, last but not least, we've got Danny's guardian. Gotta,
2: what's what's your guardian's uh, name? Rosak. Rosak Launcher.
1: Yep, same <laughs> last name as Nick's character. Uh, what pushed you to assume responsibility for the people you care about?
2: Um, I put down rescuing uh, Shaynao from uh, Naojo. Uh, our father
1: mm-hmm. oh interesting we'll have to dig into mm-hmm. that a little bit more at some point like how that how that rescue happened um, mm-hmm. who have you protected for so long but maybe they don't need you
2: anymore I put down um, my mother Sanfen um, and the reason being is I said that I, as I progressed in my firebending training I hurt her and now I don't feel worthy to be her protector
1: Who used to be in your circle of trust before they betrayed
2: you? I put down that I had an old friend named Dosa who um, joined in the efforts of the Fire Nation, and that's why Ah, I don't like them anymore. <laughs> ah, interesting.
1: And then what tattered garment or adornment reminds you of those you protect or fail to protect?
2: Uh, I put a hairpin for my mom.
5: Oh, cute. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're going to loop on back to Ren's song. We're going to do your connection question. So now that you've heard sort of the the history of the other ones, your first connection question is, I recognize some of the pain I have felt inside of blank, and I'm going to help them. And all these connection questions, you have to answer with another PC, another player character.
3: So far, it feels like... Well, who else would would say that they're living under some degree of burden from their parents? I feel like that might have come through with the bros the most, yeah, right? Probably, the launchers. Yeah. So I gotta pick a launcher. Yeah, let's go with now. Am I saying that correctly? Yep, Chenow. now. You just call
1: me Chen. <laughs> let's go with Chen. And then Blink frustrates me so much when they act without thinking about the consequences um
3: does that feel like a fit for osa am i reading you right johnny
6: i think definitely yeah okay <laughs> yeah lico is another one that seemed like she's
3: especially if cool. Liko's going to be mysterious and hard to read i'm going to be like Dah, mm-hmm. what's happening <laughs> but uh
1: depends on what you do i
4: guess fair.
1: outlaw johnny we're going to move on to osa Blank has a way to solve problems with words instead of fists. It's really impressive.
6: So I'm not sure about this one. Um, I mean, who, who feels like their character is particularly diplomatic?
4: Pro- probably mine. Yeah.
6: yeah. And that's who I will say. Okay.
1: Cool. And then I worry that Blank won't be able to hold their own when things get tough, so I'm going to toughen them up.
6: Yeah, I'm saying Ren's song for that one, Ouch. because uh, not because of being a not not because of being a non-bender, but because of claiming to be a Kyoshi warrior. And who the heck has ever heard of a male Kyoshi warrior? So I don't oh. think he's telling the truth.
4: Oh, that's good.
3: It's gonna be rough. It's gonna be some rough conversations coming our way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright. Liko. Blank seems to not fully understand what it means that I'm the icon of my tradition, and I kind of get like I kind of like feeling free around them.
7: Yeah, who um who's a little oblivious to stuff like that in their character traits?
6: on the surface my character definitely is i think he notices more than people give him credit for and that's by design but he would definitely not seem to get it
7: okay so let's go with is it oso
6: mm-hmm.
7: Osa. Yeah, let's go with oso. osa osa excuse me yep. sorry osa seems to not fully understand and then
1: Blank makes me feel better about my responsibilities and my burden with a smile and a few kind words.
7: Say, uh, is it Nick, what's your character's name, Che? Che? Yeah. Say him. You're the successor, right? So you've got a lot of, yeah, he's going to say to understand
1: responsibilities and burdens. Che, now, you uh blank has major concerns fears or grievances with my lineage
4: and with me by proxy who's concerned with me being directly tied to the fire nation military
5: that would be me
7: (laughs) (laughs) yeah well i think that would be yeah doesn't um because they end up we have like a strict rule right against like fire nation and then like don't we end up aiding them at some point towards the end foggy swamp
4: what no, no I thought I read
7: that somewhere in the history that like um at first we have like this really big thing against the fire nation maybe I read it wrong or something
4: no the foggy swamp kind of is never really touched by the fire nation because they can't really penetrate it it's like too wild so they don't really have to deal sense. with the fire nation also like because you said that I make you feel better about your burdens I don't know that
7: would be the one. Well, that would make an interesting dynamic, don't you think? Like, oh, yeah. He can yeah. Also make her like, feel good, but also, like, you just don't trust. You're still
3: Fire Nation. That's fair. That's fair.
7: Yeah. We're going to make a. Unless there's another character out there that
4: no. would have a problem with him. I like it. Uh,
3: I feel like we'll all take turns having problems with you. Yep, I'll answer
2: that and then Danny. <laughs> if you want to answer <laughs> yours real quickly too. So, I put uh, Shaynao, who's my ward. Then Nimi me to have their back. End of story. So, hope they're okay with that. Um, and the last one was, Blank looks like they're more than capable without my help. I'm glad some of us can take care of ourselves. I'd put uh, Liko because ice fists are amazing.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Um... Did uh, the Jake go to his second connection and I just,
4: nah. I can't see it? No, and... nah, it's, uh, yeah, so, so Blank seems on. free of their past in a way I wish I could let go of mine. Hearing them talk about the future feels amazing. And I, I kind of want to pick um, Ren because he, he didn't like, he's not like burdened by it because he just ran away from it and it's like...
3: Hey, that mean I mean, I can tell you how I did it, She's step like, by step.
4: Che's just like taking notes, like, yeah.
3: Dude, just run away.
4: I like this. It's kind of what I'm doing now, but I'm still feeling it. I'm living my best life right now. All right, so I think that's all the connections. All right,
1: so that is the only other thing we'll need to do at some point is pick two moves for each of your playbooks, but we can do that another time but that's what a zero session or character creation session looks like for avatar legends games we hope you enjoyed what you heard we've released our first two episodes at the same time so if you're jumping like to jump straight into the action you can just do that but please rate and review us and whenever you listen to podcasts uh give us a five-star review and i heard that if you give us a five-star review nick will pretend to be your significant other and get you out of a single meeting so we'll see you next
0: episode bye Avatar Legends was developed and produced by Magpie Games. The worlds of Avatar The Last Airbender and Avatar The Legend of Korra are property of Viacom CBS. Intro music is Dizu by Senbei. Outro music is Tokyo Funk by LATG Music. Logo and art by Kate and Matthew Menke. You can find more of their work at pomekin.com. Link
5: in the show